it going? It's me Blessy Ogre. Welcome to Kampung Inggrisum Podcast. So now we have a special guest and the special guest is one of the best tutor in Kampung Inggrisum. He study in Monash University in Australia now, but because the pandemic he is in Indonesia now. Okay, so for your information, he's our Kampung Inggrisum CEO and you know he's really amazing. So I think that all of you have curious who the special guest is, right? Okay, uh, but I think that a half of you have known who the special guest is. Okay, so the special guest is Kadidin. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm here now with Kadidin. Hi Kak. Hi Blessy. Hi everybody. Hi. How is it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good, but because the pandemic, I'm a little bit bored, so I don't like to stay at home for a long time. <laughs> mm, it makes sense. Me too. Yeah. Thank you for being on this podcast, Ka. I know you are really busy right now. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for having me. I will wow. always time for English media now. Actually, there is a saying saying that. Um, if you really care about something, you will have time for that. So, you know, I'm here because I really care about you guys, about the audience, about about this uh, podcast. Yeah, I see. Uh, so, where are you now? I mean, are you in Indonesia or you still stay in Australia because the pandemic? <laughs> oh, that's, that's a nice question. I'm currently in Indonesia, even though I'm still studying uh, online. At Monash University, I'm doing my uh, postgraduate uh, degree, uh, doing Master of Tisol. But because of this pandemic, you know, like the class goes online, so I can learn even though I'm still uh, in Indonesia right now. Wow, it's is it better to study online or study as usual? I mean, does online learning add a lot of excitement from your lecture? Uh, you know, there is always positive and negative uh, side from one thing so to some extent learning online is very cool you know because um we can we can still learn even though we're still at home but fortunately when we are at home we can we we, we can meet with our families gather around with them we don't have to live in other countries right but um, the negative side of studying online is you know we don't really feel the real experience of living abroad even though i've been two years almost two years uh, living in australia but i still miss that place and i really want to go there again but because of this pandemic yeah yeah the the australia is locked down so mm, nobody can enter the country uh, so when you back in indonesia i've been before many positive case in indonesia or what uh, it's around um, when um, uh, March, yeah, probably March, March uh-huh. to April. Yeah, I'm not really sure about it, but I came home before, you know, everything went uh, worse. Yeah, definitely. I feel it too. You know, uh, moreover, national exam was cancelled 
Fortunately, mm-hmm. I had senior high school entrance test, so I just need to re- re-register to my senior high school. So I can see that, like me, you are 22 graduate students. Yeah. I mean, 2020, 2020 graduate students. And, you know, th- this will be a story that, yeah, the part of being a graduate student in 2020, you know, Uh, things a little bit different there is no um celebration uh, graduation celebration offline everything goes online and it's kind of weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you in madura now oh yeah i'm i'm in madura and um to to uh, for your information everybody so i live in madura and i grew up in madura as well and probably i will spend my entire life in madura So how's the pandemic situation there? I mean, every place have different zone, right? So yeah. is it still safe or is there a lot of positive case, especially in your <laughs> environment? I could say that it's really safe to stay in Madura. There are some reasons for that. Number one, because Madura is an, is the independent island. What I mean yeah, by independent definitely. island is, yeah, it is separated by the bridge. And when the bridge is locked, nobody can enter the, the island. So it makes us safe. And the second one is because um, Madura itself has four um, districts, you know, and I'm in the furthest district. I'm in the western, in the eastern Uh, part of Madura, so which is not really easy to be accessed, to be assessed by you know by um, people from other regions. So I think my uh, district is very safe, and to some extent, I could say that it's the most safest uh, district in Madura. I I don't I didn't hear any case still, and I didn't hear anybody who died because of this uh, coronavirus uh, case. So I I uh, I don't want to hear that somebody will die because of this pandemic. But yeah, as far as I concern, I have never I've never heard of any case in Madura, especially in my um, region in my uh, district. So I'm glad to see that it's safe there. So <laughs> here's still good because uh, in my town. Uh, my town is a green zone, so yeah, I can do mm-hmm. activities. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, can, can you can you tell everybody where you are, uh, Blessy? Uh, actually, I'm from Pagar Alam in South Sumatra, but mm-hmm. I I study it Palemba- in Palembang. Mm, I see. I yeah. See. I have been there once. Wow! <laughs> Are you enjoy uh, to in Palembang? Yeah, and I miss going there again because it's just two, probably just two days I spent in Palembang. I I really miss that place. That place. Wow! Definitely. <laughs> We can you meet know? up in person next time. Yeah. <laughs> Yola also. Yola is from Palembang, you know. Yeah, I know her. her. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, basically, I'm a cultural rover. So, do you know Karapan Sapi from Madura? Exactly, exactly. It's it's um, Madura actually is known with that tradition, but but I I don't know. It's not really it's not really um, 
popular right now for young generation but for elderly people they still care about that and you know sometimes they they celebrate that yeah you know i really want to see karapan sapi directly i mean madura is one of my least destination because madura culture culture is mm-hmm. very sustainable right yeah yeah it is yeah it is so so i could say that karapan sapi is just like um maybe uh the greatness of cowper right <laughs> to compete with speed on the right track yeah 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 but 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 it's just it's just one of them so so um sapi is not only treated that way in madura they also you know um we also have a competition which um um try to find the best you know the best uh looking sapi yeah <laughs> and um it, it's it's another it's another competition that we sometimes celebrate uh, annually in madura Yeah, I see. Uh, so, are you 27, right? Right? I'm turning 28 right now. Why you? Oh, why, why? Why are you curious of my age? <laughs> uh, you know, actually, when Yola said you are a CEO of Kampung Inggrisum, I told mm. you were old. You know, a CEO mean leader. <laughs> First time, yeah. I told you were in your 40s. And then oh. <laughs> when Yola give me your profile or photo, uh, what uh-huh. it seem I guess wrong, but I think you are over 30 years old. You oh, know? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So so a lot of people misunderstood. Um, they confuse leadership and age. Yeah. Uh, to me. Um, leadership or um, yeah, maturity has nothing to do with age. So, like now, we can find a lot of CEOs who happen to probably much younger than me, and they're more successful, and they they are not even 30s or 40s, but they can uh, lead their company very well. So, I believe that um, it has nothing to do with age, right? So much maturity and leadership has nothing to do with age. You can do, you, you can you can you can um, also be a leader in your community, in in your family, in your in your uh, uh, school, for example. If you really have a capacity to uh, to care about people, because leadership really really about caring people. Definitely, uh, I know that in your ship. In your circle, many of your friends uh, become a CEO in their young age. Uh, so, how did you become a CEO at such at a young age? It's cool, right? Um. Maybe, but maybe not. <laughs> Let me tell you something. So, um, I I'm currently a CEO of Kampung Inggrisum Online, and I I was appointed as a CEO because I co-founded this you know this online platform. So my friend and I co-founded this online platform together back to uh, December 2019. 
Yeah. And you know, Yola was uh, Yola was our uh, first tutor that we hired back then. And um, because my skill, you know, like my skill is in the academic stuff, and my uh, my uh, friend who co-founded this company together uh, happens to have a skill in marketing marketing skill. So we collaborate and we do what we think we are capable of doing. So um, I'm I'm managing uh, the academic staff and a friend of mine is managing the marketing staff and we work together and you know like like because because uh, this online platform really focus on uh, teaching English so um, academic stuff is really really important and it should be taken into account so you know I'm the one who deserve becoming CEO but of course it just you know it just um, it just a you know a temporary position anyway so so I don't think being a C- being CEO that doesn't mean that we have to be a CEO to contribute to the to, to the to the world yeah we can you, you can do uh, whatever you are capable of doing right now either you are a leader in your family in your community etc you don't have to be CEO to to do something good to the world so yeah I see, I see. So, uh, Miss Yola said that you are perfectionist, and uh, because of that, I feel scary, you know. But you said that you are really kind. Okay, I'm. I'm really relieved. <laughs> uh, it's partly true. It's partly true. Yes, I'm. I, I consider myself as perfectionist, but you know, like. Um, I really, I really, I really um, want to collaborate with you in making this podcast, even developing the podcast for for years to come, because I see potential in you, and I don't really, you know, I don't really uh, take into account whether you are already, you know, uh, expert in that matter or not, but. What we really value is that your willing, your willingness to, you know, to do something great, like my, making podcasts with your, your uh, with with your age, which is forty uh, fourteen years old. That's very awesome. And um, yeah, I, I wasn't even, I, I didn't even know nothing about podcasts when I was your age. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and that that's really cool. You know, that's really cool. I think so. Uh, even though I think I, I I consider myself as a perfectionist, but I think that to do something great, we just need to start, right? We we have to start to do something great. We don't have to grow, we don't have to be great to start. So that's fine. Like we don't really expect that you really you know make the best podcast ever listened, yeah by our customers now just do it just enjoy making it wow thank you it's such a big honor for me <laughs> you don't have to be scared <laughs> don't be scared of me okay <laughs> okay okay, okay. <laughs> you know uh i'll ask you this uh this question but please chill out okay okay you okay. know miss Bibi told me to ask that with you are you mm-hmm. ready what is that? <laughs> oh, I, fe- I, I smell a rat. 
Okay. Will, okay, go ahead. Okay, you will get married, right? Miss Vivi said that you are getting married soon. When is the big day gonna take place? <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't know. It's it's a very big decision, you know, because when you marry somebody, it means that you have a commitment to live your life together with her. So, it's not a small thing. It's really really big things and um, because marriage is not only about two people who love each other but it's about family right so like. it's not that simple anyway but it's not really complicated as well but I have a plan yes, yes it's 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 right that I have a plan to get married because I'm normal you know I'm a normal person and I love <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, somebody and and to show that I really love her for example is to get married with her but I don't know where it will happen probably next year because you know because of this pandemic so everything is cancelled and everything changed you know yeah <laughs> so i don't even know i don't even know when but i've already committed myself to yeah get married soon you know i <laughs> see from your instagram story wait wait i forget it mm, yeah okay uh when you are single all you see is happy couples <laughs> and when you are commit all you see is happy single right Yes. You know when I see your Instagram story, I SMH, you know, shake my uh-huh. head because Miss Pippi said that you will get married or you hide it to your girlfriend. Uh, actually, actually, I, I, we've, we've discussed this with, you know, I've discussed this with a person who I really want to get married with. Uh, but I don't think it's a really personal question, so don't ask me who, okay? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> But um um okay, where was I? Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's uh, uh, regarding the, the regarding the 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 story that I post in my Instagram story. So, um I really like, you know, I really like posting inspirational stuff in my story because it really helps me to get motivated. And it can also help everybody to get motivated as well. So, like, I really like doing that. So, sometimes, sometimes what I really posted in my uh, IG, in my uh, story, yeah, IG story, has nothing to do with my own experience. But because I think that it really matters and it's worth sharing, I share it. That's simple. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you you don't have to dig deeper into why I posted it. It has nothing to do with me, with my uh, like relationship or not. So don't worry about it. So sometimes I just post it, post it, okay? Because it's worth sharing. That's it. By the way, so sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, I really like to joke. Feel free, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you know, yesterday I have a class with Miss Pippi. And Miss mm-hmm. Pippi know that we will do podcast on Monday. So okay. she asked me, uh, "Have you asked it to Kadidin? She really won't. I ask it to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, 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 you. You can you can ask me anything offline. Okay. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to take this down first, and then talk the thing that we don't we don't want people to hear about. <laughs> no way! Stop joking. <laughs>
<laughs> okay. So you know, Ka, I really like to study at EM. I think I will、mm. take another class at EM because I love to study at English Medina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> why why do you love studying in English Medina? Actually, I just curious. Oh, I don't know. I just feel when I, when、uh, I take the first meeting with Miss Phoebe, <laughs> I don't know、yeah. why. I just believe that I can speak English with English Medina. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, you know. Yeah, I have read. I have read a book. It's、um, find your. No, no. It start with why.、Uh, written by Simon Sinek, and and what he really discuss in this book is about find is about why. Keep asking why you do things that you are doing, okay? And、um, the thing that is really interesting from that book that is that people, people, you know, you know, it's it's very hard question to answer to the question why, because it's very hard. Sometimes people cannot express that, cannot cannot express by the word, so they express that by feeling. Like for for, for example. Why do you Why do you use iPhone, for example? I don't know because I love it. Or why do you use uh, use uh, Apple product because it just feels nice, it just feels right, you know? Or why do you study in、uh, Kampung Inggris EM, for example? Because I love it. I love the learning experience there. That's what we really want from our customers, you know. So we've always been trying to make the best learning experience to our customer. So they don't. They not only learn English with us, but they get inspiration from us, and they love our product. They love learning with us. That's what really we you know really want from our customer. Yeah, I see. I feel it. You know. <laughs> By the way,、uh, are you a younger rider, right? <laughs> In your view. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know,、um, yeah, I, I wrote, I, I published th- two books and yeah, three books、uh, this year.、Uh, not not this year. I mean, I mean, until this year, I have written three books.、Uh, two of them are about my、uh, perspective on you know political issues in our country, and、um, it has much to do with my previous degree.、Uh, uh, for information, that I was doing political science in my bachelor's degree in Jakarta, but now in Melbourne, I'm doing Master of Tisol,、uh, teaching English to speaker of other languages. So it's kind, of, it's 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 a lot. It's、um, pretty much about education. So、um, I wrote my third book、uh, this year, and I hope it will、uh, be published soon. It's not only me writing the book, so it's a You know, compilation of many writers in Australia, student Indonesian student studying in Australia, and we compiled that、uh, to become a book, and it will publish soon this year.、Uh, you know, um, um, I I write because I know that I'm nobody,、uh, blessing. Because you know,、uh, when we you know when we die and when we when we are gone, you know. Nothing left but our legacy, you know. So I think that、uh, writing a book is one of the way to, you know, to leave something behind when we are gone, you know. So 
even though nobody can know who I am and nobody will remember who I am, but I write a book and the book worth reading. So people can learn from that. That's well, one of the most important reason why I write what I, why I, why I uh, you know, why I uh, write the book. Not only book, yeah, sometimes I write the articles, I publish it in newspapers, yeah, things like that. But but don't don't ask me that I have a passion on that. No, I don't have any passion on writing. I write because I think I need to do it. Not because not because I love it, you know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. some we need to. Sometimes we are forced to do things not because we love it, because we need to do it. You know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I uh, can't wait to to read your <laughs> your book. Of course, of course. I, I, I'll send you my book. I'll send you my book. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ka. Uh, basically, you know, basically, my mom is an uh, English teacher. Wow. But I can study English with her. You know, uh, when he, when she explained <laughs> the material, I just say, okay, yeah, and then, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't hear what my mom explained to me. This happened okay. when I was in elementary school. You know, when I'm in elementary mm-hmm. school, my English score is really bad, and mm. my mom angry to me. Your mom is English <laughs> teacher, you know. Why your English score is really bad? And, and I just speechless. Oh, okay. Uh, can, can I ask you a question? So, when did you first uh, learning learn English? Anyway, like in what age? Uh, in maybe in 12 years mm-hmm. old. 12 years old. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's uh, when awesome. I see American slang and I mm-hmm. told that school right. Yeah, mm-hmm. from it I really love to learn English and I want to improve my English skill. Wow. You know, I start learning English with hate. I dislike English at all. The the, 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 the this is part of the secret, you know. How could people how, how could a person who don't like who dislike English become a CEO of English course? That's kind of funny. <laughs> but, but that's that's the truth yeah i i dislike learning english anyway until i graduate from college you know so um in 2000 2016 i learned english i learned TOEFL. i i studied uh, you know in one of english course in kampung english kediri pare and i was doing a TOEFL program back then and because of the uh, scholarship requirements i need to have at least five, uh, 550 uh, yeah 550 for my TOEFL score so you know like like uh, there is no other choice if i really want to go abroad i need to study english so i study english because of that so not because i love it in the first place because i i it it's kind of you know the the requirement that i need to feel to admit yeah to go abroad because i i have always been dreaming about going abroad you know studying abroad so um It's it's you you're really lucky that you start learning English from very young age, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you speak English with your mom in how in the, in your house? Yeah, I speak with my wow, mom good. with English, but uh, yeah, I just make it makes makes it with Indonesia mm-hmm. because uh, mm-hmm. I don't really uh know to speak with a grammar according to grammar because it's hard for me to. To speak with grammar, you know. 
Twitch speaking is very good. Big problem with me. Yeah, but I didn't see any like any you know uh, uh, silly errors in your speaking. It's really good. You know, you know. Here is the thing. Here is the thing. You don't have to know grammars to speak correctly in English. It's just like you don't have to know subject, predicate, and object in Bahasa to 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 be able to speak, right? So so because because that kind of formula, that grammatical formulas are embedded, you know, or are you know integrated in your brain. So you don't have to think about it, but you can use it just because you cannot mention the formulas or the patterns of the grammar doesn't mean that that, that you cannot use it. You can use it automatically without having without having to think about it. That's awesome, right? Thank you. <laughs> it's it's a good suggest for me. Uh, can you tell me why we must study at English Medina? Oh sure. So um, you know, I am the maybe I am not the only one who have a dream to study abroad. There are there are you know millions of people in our country who have the same dream, yeah, and they share the same uh, interest to study abroad. Unfortunately, unfortunately, not most of them are really good at English. And English is one of the most important requirement that people have to uh, meet when they are going to study abroad, right? So, uh, our vision in in Campo English to you know to help those who really want to study abroad to provide them the best learning experience, the best English learning experience. So. Um, First, uh, in the first uh, uh, establishment, yeah, we only provide uh, academic English back then. In back to you know back to December and January until February 2020, when we first when we first you know um, run this uh, platform English Medina Online, we we only provide uh, academic uh, English program. So like. Uh, uh, Um, writing, reading, and also listening, things like that. We don't really focus on speaking anyway back then. But because because ma- the majority of our uh, customers still, you know, they don't even know how to speak. They don't even, you know, uh, they don't even have a courage yeah, to try to speak English. So um, I think that Okay, we we will keep doing, we will keep running academic English programs, but we need to bridge them. We need to bridge our customers so they they what was that? They can learn from very basic, and then right after that, they can move on to the next stage, which is academic uh, program, and then they can move on to you know uh, IELTS testing or TOEFL testing program, and then they uh, get the score that they really want. Uh, want to have, and then they, uh, we we can facilitate them to uh, with with uh, scholarship sharing and seminar things like that. And then our wish, uh, our our dream is we can help them to 
go abroad. So, so uh, English Medina is just like bridge, you know. It's just like bridge who bring people, who take people from one uh, from one place to another. Okay, from Indonesia to other countries. We want to be the bridge that can bridge them up. Okay, and so they can reach what they have dreamed about. Yeah. Wow, lucky <laughs> me to found English Medina, you know. English Medina so helped me to learn English. Yeah, and and you 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 uh, probably you are doing if I'm not mistaken you are doing speaking uh, program, right? Right. Okay. So right after completing your speaking program, you can, you know, you can you can um move on to uh, academic program which is, you know, all about academic stuff like writing or reading things like that. Uh, the 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 lessons that you have never uh, received in a speaking class. And then, you know, so so we have we have uh, three stages in uh, English Medina. So from basic, academic, and testing, and now you are in a basic program. I mean, in the regular program, you know, it's very basic, so it has much to do with speaking and grammar, things like that. And then right after that, you will move on to uh, yeah, the more uh, academic uh, related uh, subjects or <laughs> or materials. Yeah, so you 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 will uh, study reading and listening and writing. As well, and then right after that, you you will move on to the next stage, which is testing. So it can be IELTS test or TOEFL test. So we have a complete, you know, we have a complete uh, program that I think can cover all the needs of our customers. So if we if we, if they really want to focus on speaking, we provide it. If we if they have already been able to speak in English, but they just you know uh, want to prepare for the test, IELTS or test, we also provide it. So um, you know, um, EM is just like ecosystem who will provide what our customer really need. So because our 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 core value is to help them, to give them the best learning experience that they want, uh, that they need to you know to achieve their dreams going abroad. Yeah, you know, actually there is IELTS test every month in my school. So yeah, mm-hmm. I must take TOEFL or IELTS class in mm-hmm. Kampung Inggrisium. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And we have a deal about this, right? Okay, right. that's off the record, but we have a deal about this. <laughs> you know, actually, I have taken many English course before, and I don't feel it works. Uh, I mean, my previous course, I don't say it's bad, but it's according to uh, of my experience. Mm-hmm. Until mm-hmm. my parents got angry to me and my dad told, told <laughs> you have to take a lot of English course. Why do you still not speak English? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think it's also a problem of, of of almost everybody who learns English. So um, they they take any English course, yeah, but still they cannot speak English. I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong with with the teacher or with the learning system. I don't know. But here in Kampung English uh, in English Medina, we all we always try to give you the best learning experience with our best tutors and with the most qualified 
uh, with the most standardized uh, materials that we have and and um i don't know if we can do it more but what you get now in kampung inggris is the best that we can do i hope that we can keep innovating and make things just easier for our customer to learn english with us we are trying to to get to that you know yeah i feel it you know <laughs> and you know the material is really improved my vocabulary my grammar and how i read fluently it's really work mm-hmm. for me and uh, for, to speak in english well i mean Mm-hmm. And most importantly, most importantly, when you are uh, when you are part of uh, EM or English Medina members, you are part of our ecosystem. That means that you can you know connect to everybody who, not everybody actually, but because the majority of our the tutors are currently studying abroad or even they graduate from uh, officers university. So in Kampung Inggrisum, you you. You are not only focused on learning English, but you know, like we we sell you guys dreams. So um, English is just small thing. English is is just one step that you need to go through when you want to go abroad. So I, you know, like like I, we, we in in English Medina really um, want our. Um, customers uh, know as as not English courses but as uh, you know as uh, ecosystem learning ecosystem so so I hope that we will be remembered as you know like as as I told you before as a bridge that uh, uh, that take them to their um, dreams going abroad okay so so instead of instead of being remembered as english course we prefer being remembered as you know as 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 um a learning ecosystem or as a bridge for dreamers who want to study abroad definitely the So uh, I think if we want to study English, we need the right learning methods. Uh, what learning method do you use to make English Medina student can speak <laughs> English well? You know, uh, like uh, we can speak Chinese just, and then we can speak <laughs> like a native speaker. <laughs> okay. Um, um, first of all, yeah, that's that's a very tough question, and it. Takes time to answer all of that <laughs> in a simple way, um, um, but you know um, we uh, we hire people as our tutors. Uh, one one of one of the requirement they 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 have to meet is. Uh, They they have experience of living abroad, or they have experience of studying abroad. So because they ha- they have already experience of living living or studying abroad, you know they really they 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 must communicate with native speakers, right? And when when they um, when they teach, 
in our uh, platform, they like they bring their own experience of living abroad with probably uh, not really good uh, quality of English, but they they can survive and they can you know like they can um, maybe achieve academic. Uh, 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 A good academic result, for example, in their university, and they 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 transform, they transform the way they learn English firsthand with a native speaker to uh, this uh, online class platform. So, yeah, maybe maybe that's that's part of the reason why you think that our materials and learning system is really engaging and makes you really uh, and it's really helpful to make you speak English. Yeah, maybe because of that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so we moved to Tufel. <laughs> so, okay. uh, why someone get a bad score in Tufel? I mean, uh, what factors mm-hmm. uh that make someone got a got a bad Tufel score? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That that's really interesting. That's a really interesting question because a lot of people ask us how to improve our Tufel score, and most of the yeah, most of the teachers. Not our teachers in the end, but most of our teachers that I know, uh, most of the, the teachers that I know, that they will recommend uh, their students to join or to take uh, TOEFL course. So when they want to improve their IELTS score, they recommend them to go to IELTS course center and take some courses there. But it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way because uh, IELTS is... We define IELTS. We in EM define IELTS as uh, a proficiency uh, test. So proficiency test has nothing to do with how uh, how advanced your grammatical your your knowledge about grammar or how um, yeah how um, like how much information that you know about. Making good sentence or or memorizing um, yeah fancy words things like that, but uh, TOEFL or IELTS test is 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 a professional set which has much to do with how um, so so it, it it has nothing to do with knowledge but it's with with uh, proficiency. And proficiency has nothing to do with knowledge. As I told you, that you don't have to know grammar to speak English very well, but but you 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 just need to you just sometimes sometimes it, it, it just happens automatically. Um, so that's how that's how um, IELTS test or TOEFL test works. So it doesn't really require our students to know grammar, but to acquire grammar. Can you see the difference? So to, to know grammar means that you can name like one or two sentences, uh, their formulas or what the uh, what this simple past tense is, how the definition, what is the definition of, of future tense, etc., etc. So it's it's a language knowledge, but but what we believe that when students want to improve their TOEFL or IELTS score is. They need to acquire English, not know English. Acquire English means that you they don't have to know a lot of uh, you know formulas in English, but they can use it automatically and directly, practically. So, um, you know, I I, I I can you I can tell you a story of mine. So, 
I I've never ever taken any IELTS course before, but when I was given opportunity to take the IELTS test, I got my you know my first IELTS test, which is you know which is very yeah. I think I think it's it's not it's not so bad, but it's not it's not really impressive, but it's not so bad as well, because in my first you know in my first test without having to take any course i got 6.5 back then so so it's 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 not because it's not because whether or not you take toefl or ielts test uh, so improving our toefl or ielts score is much to do with how proficient you've already become in using in english and to be proficient doesn't mean to know anything about english language as a language okay so to be proficient in english is to acquire english as a language so it, this is very theoretical probably so you you know but but yeah that's as far as i can tell uh obviously <laughs> so uh you know i speak with mother tongue accent So, mm-hmm. uh, how important do you think the accent is, and how to improve mm-hmm. our accent? <laughs> so, um, I okay. There are some questions. There are some reasons for that. Number one, to me, accent doesn't really matter because my accent is not that good as well. Yeah, but fortunately, my native speaker friends can still understand what I speak with them. And when I when I when I when I talk with them, I you know I don't know if I you know my my accent is you know British American and or Australian. I don't really care about it as long as they understand what I'm saying and they they understand. That. So I think it doesn't really matter. And the second is that you know English now is international language. So English is not only owned by American people, for example, or British people, or Australian people. No, English is spoken everywhere in the world. So, as a consequence, English there is no real English right now because everybody speaks English internationally, right? right. So, what is the standard standard that uh, can be? Classified as good or or uh, real English now, nothing, because everybody speaking English, right? So it doesn't it doesn't really matter anyway. So that's why that's why we don't really focus on improving students' accent. Yeah, we really we really care about their um, fluency in their speaking, but we don't really take any any count into um, you know accent. Okay, but still uh, you can you can learn you can learn. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. But but I prefer if I have to pick, if I have to pick between three accents, for example, British, uh, American, and um, Australian, I would choose American anyway because you know I like like I watch a lot of Hollywood movies and then you know. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, I like uh, to use American 
accent because uh, because the slang, you know, it's it's so cool <laughs> for yeah. young generation. Yes, yes, yeah, I see. And I think it's it's more you know it's more ubiquitous. Ubiquitous means uh, widespread in our country, right? Because yeah. instead of instead of watching like British-made movies, uh, well, our uh, our our young generation prefer using uh, Netflix, yeah, watching Hollywood instead. <laughs> okay, can you tell me uh, the challenge for Indonesia to speak English and how to overcome it? Wow, that's very big question in a way, and. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not consider I don't consider myself an ex, an, a, as an expert to uh, to explain about that but uh, okay I'll try. So the problem I think the problem uh in Indonesia's uh, progress to uh, young generation progress in learning English is has nothing to do with the learning system but It's it's more about the policy. So in our country, English is considered as a foreign language compared to uh, in Malaysia, which is considered as a second language or official language, right? So it's not surprise when you go to Australia, when you go to Singapore or Malaysia, for example. Almost everybody can speak English, right? Even though they don't, they are not well educated. Because because that's their policy, and English is considered a second language. But in Indonesia, it's not the case. So we only learn English in our schools, and right after we go out of school, we don't have to. We we like we don't have anybody to talk with, right? And we don't have anybody to practice with. So that's why it's very hard for us to improve. And the second one is um, actually compared to other languages like um, I, I could say that Indonesia is is very close to English compared to my Chinese friends for example who speak Mandarin and you know like their their alphabetical characters are different so they have they have to struggle to not only speak English because the pronunciation is very hard for them but also to write in English to 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 you know to uh, to memorize the the uh, Latin alphabet in English and it's not the case in Indonesia because a lot of like a lot of terms uh, that we speak with in our daily basis is you know like it are derived from English, for example, mall, you know, <laughs> or what else, uh, sandal, yeah. So I don't think I don't think um, if we if we really want to improve our English, it's not really that difficult. I think because we have more opportunity compared to other uh, countries who probably like their um, they have to struggle with not only. Spoken, but only, but also written English, and they, we don't. I, I think we don't have that kind of uh, uh, constraint. So, uh, when you ask me how to overcome this, so number one, it's very much about policy. Uh, so, like, it's gonna be very easy to everybody in 
our country to speak English if our our government like uh, had a policy that everybody that English uh, is become for for example has become uh, the second language or 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 decided to become the second language so or the the official language so everybody will speak english then and yeah the number two is you know because it's not the case so we need we need the intensive learning ecosystem that you guys can practice with that's why we we make uh, this kind of uh, online platform so like they can they have uh, somebody to practice with and they also have uh, tutors that can give feedback if they like uh, make some silly mistakes in their uh, english both spoken or uh, written english definitely uh so it doesn't feel like it's been nearly an hour right oh yeah <laughs> yeah Wow, it's very interesting uh, conversation anyway, so <laughs> we, we run out of time without even knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the last, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. at, at the last, you know, when I speak English with my friends, then uh, they say to me, why you speak English? We <laughs> we live in, the, in, in Indonesia, <laughs> uh, and I think yeah. the listener have uh, experienced the same things with me. So, ah, uh, what okay, do you think? Okay. You know, uh, we must practice in our circle, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's really important to have supportive circles. Because, because like, our circles define who we are, right? So, when you live in a very supportive circle, so it's much easier for you to to be able to speak, right? But when your circle is very negative about learning English, like they 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 mock you because you speak English and your English is not really good, for example, or they like they have maybe negative perception about learning English. So if you get along with them and then they disregard you and they don't even support you to improve your English. So you shouldn't you shouldn't be in that kind of circle if you really want to improve because being in the right circle is really important when we know that English is not second language in our country and we really ha- we really have to have a community or ecosystem or circumstances that support us to always improve our English. Yeah, fortunately my mom is English teacher. Uh, yeah, you're so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so guys, we have finished our podcast now. Hope you enjoy it. Yay, yeah, have you guys enjoy this? And thanks for having me, Blessy. Uh, I can't wait to be invited again with you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's such a big honor for me to having you in this podcast. Right, me too. Yeah. Okay, uh, can you say bye to our listeners now? Um, to me, there's no goodbye, but just see you again. So, see you guys again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> see you again. Bless you. See you again. Okay.
Okay guys, we have finished our podcast now. Thank you for hearing. If anything's wrong, please forgive us. And I hope you get a lot of benefits from our podcast. Thank you. Bye.